Without uh, further ado, I guess uh, we'll just continue from uh, where we stopped last week. Um, before, uh, I think last Tuesday, I believe last Tuesday. So before I continue, uh, I wanted to ask Lulia to quickly give us a, just a summary, quickly. Mm? I'm sorry I had to cut short your your drinking. Mm. Oh, you can drink water, answer. That's fine. Uh, last week? Or oh, this week, Tuesday. Oh, it's, it's not last. It's this. But, yeah, oh, this okay. week, Tuesday. This week, yeah. Week. Okay. Um, so you were teaching about... Um, like the hope of man, so the hope of our calling, that our hope is supposed to be anchored in Christ, in the spirit, in things that cannot be seen. Mm -hmm. uh, because we uh, were describing or we're talking about how the world is set up to cause our soul to have hope in things that are on earth, but mm -hmm. that's not the design of God. So we looked at uh, Romans 8.25, I believe, that was talking about hope that is seen is not hope, but uh, hope that is not seen, we wait for the patient. So it's when we don't see it that, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, we're able to mm. stay steadfast and anchor to, to God. Mm. And uh, I believe we also talked about like the word as well, like, the Holy Spirit breathing on the Word and bringing it alive in us. And, and um, you also talked about effectual prayer, you know, like praying by the help of the Holy Ghost, because mm -hmm. the scripture says, um, for we know not what, as we ought to pray, but the Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. And he makes utterances that, that we cannot say the, the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. And that's like you were explaining why it's very important to be filled with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. so that the Spirit can make those utterances on our behalf in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, I believe you mentioned about three points, right? Can you help me connect the three? In line with the with the message, or somebody else want to help? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If anybody wants to help, you can help just to connect it. Nobody mm -hmm. wants to help. Nobody. 
Okay. Prayer, word, being filled, hope. Okay. Mm. Prayer, word, being filled, and hope. So I, I remember we made a connection. We started with hope first. It was started reading from Romans 8 24. Mm. It said, um, For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for mm. as we ought. For the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be, be uttered. Yes. It says, likewise. Um, so the hope there is, uh, like she said, uh, the hope, our hope is in God, right? Mm -hmm. But then, what happens is that our soul needs to needs to be anchored by this hope, like mm -hmm. you said. But then what anchors the soul on that hope is the realization of the hope. It's, I remember you mentioned something that you cannot commit to a hope that is not defined. So what helps to define the hope is being filled. As you're getting filled by the Spirit through the lifeline of prayer and the Word. Faithfulness in prayer and the Word and being filled by the Spirit and being exercised in all your experiences, you begin to see your hope. I remember Romans 5 says, um, let me just read quickly, it says, I will start from three, and not only so, but with glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. So that part there, experience, patience experience, and then hope. So and it says with patience, we wait for that hope, right? So what I, I see as the connection here is that we are, we have a hope that we don't know how to get there, but the spirit helps us to get there. Mm. So that's why I say the Spirit, we know not what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit helpeth our infirmities with groanings that cannot be uttered. There's no way we can find that hope without the Spirit. And when we begin to, when we begin to grow in the Spirit and learn the Spirit and exercise, and like we said, the, the vehicle that helps us to, that leads us into those experiences, little by little in the spirit is the vehicle of prayer and of the word and that has to deal with also sincerity in the word and in prayer being open and opening yourself onto the spirit to lead you to guide you around the world like we were talking about different how inspirations come from different places how we cannot just like just grab things and think it's God talking to us 
we have to try every spirit prove it by the word those things that that those understanding or revelation that was what we were talking about that comes to us we have to prove it first john 3 or 4 verse 1 says 3 verse 1 says try every spirit if they be of god so we have to prove the word every revelation that dumps us on us wait on it i think that the proving is waiting it out if it's true it will come to pass it will it will it will show itself it will manifest itself if it's not you will see with by waiting on it by that experience or that proving on it it will show forth you judgment will come that's that's the word judgment by the spirit will come for you to judge it and you'll be able to see if it's wrong or not so the as we go through that experience with the spirit as we are getting little by little like line upon line little by little we are growing in the spirit and the more we are growing we are coming into full assurance of hope it's a hope that it's i think we have this hope that our soul is anchored but then jesus christ we have the hope of entering of an entrance then which our forerunner as for us entered so we are also to enter too. So there's that hope, but that hope will not come without realization of it. And what brings us to the realization of it is more spirit. And we know what brings more spirit. Obedience to what we are hearing and exercise, right? By reason of use, it said we come into full full age, by reason of use, and be able to discern good and evil. All these things experience patience in the spirit patience to learn creates experience in us that it's a lacking of let's be with patience let patience have its full work that we will lack nothing that's james one that said lacking nothing that we may be entire so that's there's uh, that patience there's patience in the spirit of learning not going beyond the spirit because he himself maketh intercession for us like i said he that searcheth the hearts knoweth the mind of the spirit and he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of god so it's, it's good that we follow the spirit and just obey and he will lead us according to the will of god and we will get to that full realization of our hope amen amen, amen. 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 Mm. you want to help us <laughs> why, is there, why is everybody see it as as math math exam? For me, um, just I'm just taking with like how everything has been like trending. Mm -hmm. Okay. I know we before we started talking about the spirit, we spoke about how in the Old Testament it was just the kings, the priests, and the prophets mm -hmm. that had the measure of the yeah. spirit. And I remember that day when that message was going on, I was just, and then you spoke, took us from the Old Testament to the New mm -hmm. Testament, how the Spirit now in the New Testament is now for everyone that believes in Christ. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I remember that day you were talking, I was like, huh, it's, it's, something just whispered to me, why are you going to learn uh, Old Testament prophets and uh, things, all the essence of why are we learning, why yeah. do you need to know that the Spirit was given to mm -hmm. just those three offices? Mm -hmm. I'm like, because we're in the New Testament, why can't we just focus on the New Testament, mm -hmm. right? And then I, my mind was already drifting in that direction. And then the Spirit got ministered to me. Because as you're speaking, the Spirit was like, as you're teaching these things, it is 
painting a picture of the mm. spirit. Mm. And Holy Spirit was saying, just the way in your school, you will learn the components mm. of proteins, carbo CHO, mm. is what makes proteins. Mm. The food that you're eating, mm. right? You, but then, like you know, if if a scientist takes a food now, person knows the component, component. of protein mm. in that food. Mm. Much more than just it's just protein. What is that protein? That protein is CHO something something. The formula, right? Because mm. people like all the, you need all this. Um, the understanding of when you have the understanding of how the spirit was given in the Old Testament, mm. it's a picture that is being painted. God is mm. painting a picture of the spirit to us because. You cannot say it's not important. Yeah. Everything is important. Mm. Mm. Every, and that's what I was sharing that day. You, know, you cannot just be saying, oh, this is the thing that is important. Every part of the scripture, sure. we have to understand it. Mm. Even the old, even the prophets, mm. you need to understand it. Even everything that, that is it's kind of boring, boring. sometimes. Mm. Some parts that are boring, right? Yeah. Yep. All those parts, you can't say it's only the interesting parts you want. You need all those important, important parts. Part. So paint a picture. And I began to see that day. That there was painting a picture of the tangibility of the spirit. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. those things, understanding mm -hmm. the spirit in the Old Testament, I was giving, it makes it tangible in yeah. a way. Mm -hmm. Even as I'm receiving it now in the yeah. year. Mm -hmm. the, the spirit is like, I can remember that day, I was just looking at this one. I was just saying, like, it was like I thought I was seeing the spirit. You know, the way you're learning something mm -hmm. and a picture is being, something being painted. I was like, okay, as you learn these things, mm -hmm. The picture of the spirit is being painted clearer. Yeah. Mm. And that was the thing I was getting that day. Like, you know, mm. the spirit, and this is like, God's spirit was opening up the spirit more, mm. painting more of the picture of the spirit. And then we went into, you know, prayer and the word. Yes. And how that those things are the lifeline where mm. we do. It's like, I know you said that it's like a, it's like a line mm. that life flows through. Mm. Yeah. And that is, is by praying and reading the word. Mm -hmm. it's, I, it's not like as if you you would you as a Christian. I, I um, like oh, you see, as a Christian, you can never outgrow mm -hmm. the, those exercises yes. of praying and reading the word. Mm -hmm. It's very important. I'm like wow, because sometimes then you'll be like, it's not just it's not just there's a way you take it on mm -hmm. as an ex, as an like a vocation. Mm -hmm. Yes, like a vocation. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like the studying of the word, the praying. Yeah. It's important. Like they know how you would grow in the yes. spirit without yeah. yes. praying. So that basics was very important because as you grow, you might be learning so many things, and you might even be exercising that you now forget prayer yeah. and forget to wow. because you're just like, oh, I'm just getting leading. Mm -hmm. I'm just led. I'm just my life is just you know. I'm just getting yeah. leading. Everything I'm doing is being, I'm being led. I'm being led. But even you do your being led, there's still a place for prayer yeah. and a place for it's like as I was just like those things that just have to always be in your back. Like as as you're going, no matter what you learn, as you're learning what you have to always still come to that place of being a child. Praying like your life depends on it. Because I as a when you when you because I realize that when we start learning like as a Christian, right? The first thing they teach is prayer and word. Mm. But as you start growing, you now think like you know something, so you now yeah. kind of like neglect those mm. things. Yeah. So those things are actually the things Please. that bring you yes. life. Mm -hmm. yes. Because if you don't continue on, the life you have will not be corrupted. Ted, yes. Because you, you, it's like you'll not be holding on to something that is still. Mm. Yeah. Because you've not renewed 
Yeah. It's like praying and yeah. the word that you're doing, yeah. that, the, that the, the light you have is being released, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I know last week also you were talking about mm-hmm. hope and the tangibility, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It also puts me back to that part of the tangibility of the things yeah. that are able to These things have to be tangible. Mm-hmm. As, as we are, and I feel like as we are learning, they're becoming more, more tangible. tangible. Mm-hmm. And they have to be more tangible. Mm-hmm. Like, even mm-hmm. ta- yeah, it's like rich. I know you were saying that all this, like, can God be? very close to you that would be like your friend, friend. that's definitely mm-hmm. yeah. like you yeah. like somebody that are real, real. but yeah. then it's by learning of these things that you yes. come down real. because what is real to us is also because we've learned them yes mm-hmm. we've learned that these things is real but then we have to and that's why it's like it's important to learn everything things. because by as we're learning them mm-hmm. and they become tangible, tangible. Yeah. if we don't learn them they will never be tangible mm-hmm. they will just be like mm-hmm. but as we learn them they become tangible, tangible. it's not like it's not, it's not like, wow, mm-hmm. everyone will not even be more tangible than this mm-hmm. thing yeah. that I am in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's like, I feel that the tangibility, yeah. how tangible this world is to me, God will be more tangible <laughs> than, than this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will be more tangible, it will be more real. Mm-hmm. I'll be able to describe it, I'll be able to yeah. say it. Yeah. But it's tangible. Mm-hmm. And then finally, just as we were talking about the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. searching our hearts mm-hmm. to pray mm-hmm. and groaning. And then that, I remember, I said, why is it the heart that the Holy Spirit is searching? Because mm. our heart. Mm. Then God began to teach me, as we were also mentioning, that the heart of a man is, a lot of times, Scripture talks about the heart, you know, that is deceitful. Again, mm. man is wicked. Mm. Out of true. the heart is the issues of life. Yes. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. The heart is very important. And mm. that's why our heart, mm. I think that, I know that prayer, I was just praying to God that, that day I was praying to God to help expose the deceit in my heart. Oh, yes. Mm. Because sometimes mm. my heart will deceive me myself. Yes. And I'll be thinking, mm. oh, my heart is, my heart, there's a way that heart is very, I feel like the act of a man is the, strong. the, strong, is the spiritual part of the, the soul. soul. Mm. It's the most important part mm. of the soul. And that heart has to be dealt with. Because there's a way the heart can be so, it's very complex, right? Yes. And there's a way, that heart just is that it leads the man. Mm. Yes. It's the one that directs the man. Yeah. Yes. That's why we need the Holy Spirit every time in our heart, even to when we're praying. Mm. So I just, I just like sometimes, sometimes I'm like, wow, Jesus, my heart, it would deceive me out of God finished. And the Holy Spirit now brings truth. Mm. Like, wow, it's my heart that actually moves me in this mm. direction. So, what was that take? So, yeah, as we we're talking that day too, some things just always pop out to me and I really feel like mm. heart. Of yeah. the Holy Spirit mm. searches the heart, and then you just know that's why I like, I like praying this week because Holy Spirit will be able to bypass Pass. so many things yeah. and just really bring up. It's like it will, mm. up, it will just like open up my heart, and, yeah. It's like open it up, and then you know, yeah. bub- what is inside will bubble out. Bubble out. Yeah. I'll not be able to see, okay, yeah, mm. and I'll be able to take. Yeah. Action. So yeah, that's how it has just been for me. Like the flow of what we've been learning. Mm. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 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 You've helped us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. what I, that was what I was looking for. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because uh, there's a way mm-hmm. we need to be able to connect things. Mm-hmm. That one, eh, nobody, nobody can teach you. Yes. It's something you have to build. And that is the heart that would actually really, really learn. Mm. Because when you're able to put those things together, mm. it becomes easier to apply. 
because number one, it's not easy to apply them, mm-hmm. right? But it now becomes more difficult if you can't even gather them to now apply them. Because gathering them is another work. Mm-hmm. I sort of gather all these things and then begin to, to fetch from each of them so that, you can, so that you, can, you can be able to apply them so that you can use it for life. All those things is what actually helps our growth. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. So when, when those messages are, are coming and flow with it, make sure you connect it eh, with the Spirit. Uh, you also have to follow it with the wisdom that the Holy Ghost teach, right? Mm-hmm. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. So there's a flow. We have to be able to follow the message, mm-hmm. follow the flow. Amen. Because uh, one of the most important things eh, is that heart when it comes to learning mm-hmm. and when it comes to growing. That is very important. And it's a skill that all of us need to learn. We're all learning it still. I mean, I'm still learning it. Eh? I'm still learning that. So all of us, we need to keep that heart so that we can learn and flow. And those things, when we are learning like that, there's a way it stay in the heart. There's a way it stay. Because uh-huh, it's the word tangible. The, the, the things become tangible because you can relate with them. They become real. So they are not just abstract. Eh? And you know, there's a way we listen to a message or maybe we're in meeting and then we come, we enjoy the message, oh, unlikely, but it's still abstract. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just a feel, mm-hmm. right? But it's not really, really something you are laying hold on, mm-hmm. right? And that is very important. Mm-hmm. All, all those things need to take place in the heart. There's a heart, there's a heart attitude we have to... Most of the time, when we are even you know, struggling with learning some things in the messages, in the life, it's mostly that, mm-hmm. because we're, we're, we're just not... We're not taking the message well. Mm. Right? We're around it. We love it. But we're not taking it well in such a way that we're actually taking it like we take our, like she said, our biology classes. Mm-hmm. Eh? Okay. I mean, when, I'm, when you're in school, you know exam is coming. Although there's no exam. There's always exam, actually. When there's, there's always exam every time. You're actually doing exam every day. Exam is every day. This one is not like school that you study for two months or three. And then you come and write finals. It's the same thing, just that the process here is just different, mm-hmm. right? But it's the same way. We are learning things in school. We should learn things mm-hmm. spiritually as well. Eh? We put growth in view. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. So when we want to put growth in our view, it's all part of it. The way we take it, the way we are around, we are around it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Well, and maybe, uh, maybe one day we are tired and we couldn't listen properly, but don't let it pass. Mm-hmm. Listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Eh? Make sure you are, you are active. So you quickly take it, listen to it again, make sure you learn what you ought to from it and then begin to apply them. Right? And that is how we actually uh, exercise our senses to discern good and evil. If we're not applying, we won't really get to that point where we can discern good and evil. We won't, really, we won't be able to. So we need to align our heart around the word. The way we take it, the way we you know, take the message. This is what, when we feel tired, I'm like, ah, I've been listening and listening and following and following. I beg, it's as if nothing is happening. It's just mostly that heart that, is, that just needs a little bit of uh, re- realignment, right, in the spirit. Because uh, we, we just get, uh, how do I put it, we just get, I just, just okay with it and just flow like that but we won't start really, really taking those lessons 
I'm beginning to take them. I'm beginning to align and, and learn them. Amen. So let's, let's just you know, continue to flow. Make sure you are, you are picking it in the spirit and you are flowing. Right? Sometimes, and most of the, sometimes some of the messages may look as if they are a little bit scattered. Right? But you know, you just, with patience, we will now see that everything will just align. Yeah? Everything will just come together. Holy Ghost will just bring everything together because it's important. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So last week, uh, where, Abby, why am I saying last week? Uh, this week, Tuesday, we we're talking about uh, Romans 8, right? And then we, that's when we flowed into, you know, I think we were talking about prayer and studying the word. But the main focus on Tuesday was about that word and prayer. But then there were things around it that were connected to it. Because uh, we mentioned that the lifeline of a believer is word and prayer, right? Which means that our life depends on it. That's what our life depends on, word and prayer. And without that foundation, eh, there's going to be a lot of problem and a lot of trouble because most of every believer's strength comes from those two things. And you can't get strength from anywhere else. Strength doesn't come yeah. from the fact that you prayed 100 years ago mm-hmm. and you forgot about it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Bible says pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Jesus said men ought to pray and not faint, mm-hmm. right? You ought to pray and not faint. It's actually a thing. What that means in simple terms, what that means is your whole life should be prayer. Mm-hmm. You drink prayer. You eat prayer. You what else? What does we do? You sleep with prayer. You wake up with prayer. You drink prayer. You eat prayer. You whatever you can do naturally, you have to do it with prayer. Pretty much, that's what he's saying. So you don't faint because when you mean men not to pray and not faint means you you won't get wearied and get tired and leave it like that. Men not to pray and not faint. Right, so one of the most important part of a believer's life is learning the art of prayer. Right, so learning the art of prayer, but like I said, you can't, you now can't pray except with the word, because word and prayer goes hand in hand. So that's why prayer and the word is the lifeline that believers depend on. If we can get that one right, most things, most things around us will, will begin to align. All of them will align once we get that right. And learning how to pray and study is, is an art on its own. It's, and it's something we learn, right? And because it's something we build over time. The reason why I'm saying that is, you know, it, it takes time for, for us to train our body in natural things. Yes. The same way in the spirit. It takes time to train your spirit to be working on auto, some autopilot mm. work. Of, for example, your spirit won't just start praying, praying, praying if you've not trained your spirit to pray. Mm. Right? So there's a training. Maybe you've given yourself to always speak in tongues, pray in the spirit. Then I notice after some time when you are just, mm. maybe just walking on the street, just notice that, oh, there's prayer welling up inside you. 
and you begin to pray in the spirit, right? Those things don't just happen. They are things that are built upon things you've been exercising in the spirit. So when you begin to exercise and exercise them, then those things become part and parcel of the man, the soul, and the spirit. Because the spirit always wants to pray. Maybe it's just when we are sensitive. Maybe it's, it's a very it's a dire need that only goes out to quicken our prayer. Eh? That's sometimes that's when most of us now begin to pray. But prayer, really, uh, if I will use simple term, prayer is a position you take in the spirit. Right? You no, know, I want to face the north today. Right? No, that, the way you decide, I want to face. That's the way you decide to position yourself in the spirit. So you position yourself in the spirit in such a way that prayer can flow. Mm. Mm. It's positioning, mostly. Prayer needs to be able to flow. But if we're not positioned, right, prayer won't flow, won't flow. It won't flow properly. Because when when, uh, the spirit is around, like I was saying last week, most of the time, when spirits are around us and quickening us, right, what they want to quicken really is to cause prayer to, to be uh, quickened inside us. And then when we now give ourselves to prayer and then we align with it and pray it out, things can now flow from the spirit into our spirit. Yeah. Uh, you, notice, like, you, you, you would not really, 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 really get things in the spirit without prayer. Even the little, little ones we are getting, thanks, God, thank you for grace, is simply because maybe there are some times you've you know, just given yourself to prayer, you know, you just quickly do it, and then that's even grace we are working on. But everything is still grace, because even with that, it is not about your diligence. Mm. Eh? It's about God's mercy and grace. But you must take the position. Yes. Right? There's a way you must, you must take the position and then let grace flow. Right, so if you don't take the position, grace won't even really flow properly. Or when the grace is even coming, you won't be able to use it well, or ap- apply it, or make the best use of the grace that is coming to you. Right, so th- that positioning is very important. So you position yourself for prayer in the spirit. Amen. So when you position yourself for prayer, then prayer will now begin to allow things to flow naturally allow things to flow from the spirit, things from the spirit can come to you, you cannot begin to enjoy fellowship in the spirit. Because you won't really enjoy fellowship except you have prayer. You won't be able to enjoy fellowship. Now, Fanaharna, one of the things that quickened fellowship mostly is prayer. Because you notice, when you're in fellowship, you notice that you're actually in prayer. Fellowship doesn't take place without prayer. When fellowship is at work and you are fellowshipping, it's actually an act of prayer. What is taking place at that time is prayer. There's prayer going on because you notice the way the things are quickened in you, the way the things are flowing and coming, there is an, there is an activity in your heart. And you notice and that activity, that is just grazing, things are just flowing, revelation just flowing. That thing is actually running on prayer. Even while you are in fellowship, prayer is going on. It's continuing. It's not stopping. Mm. Right? So there's a way we must see prayer eh, on how it actually aligns with our exercise and our journey in the spirit. Right? 
we must see it how it flows. Without prayer, everything is just blank. It's dark. I thought that's what I was, it's just dark. It's a very, without prayer, we are living in a very dark world. Because what prayer does is, prayers is what actually begins to shine light. Mm. Prayer is a light thing. Yes. Prayer is light. One prayer is going and flowing in your heart. Sometimes you may not see the, the effect of that prayer mm-hmm. until after a while. Because sometimes you are praying, you yourself don't even know what you are praying for. You are, all you are doing is just praying in the spirit. And as you are praying in the spirit, you are quickening things, right, in the spirit that you don't even know. Then those things begin to flow to you. And you know the way Daniel was praying? Eh? He said, in that, in that passage, eh, can you please uh, quickly open it? Is it Daniel 10? Let me open it so that I'll just show us something quickly there. I think it's 10. Let me see. Is it 9-3? So when it was saying that since the day you, you've started to pray. Okay, I think it's 10. Yes, Daniel 10, verse, verse 12. But read from verse 10, actually. From verse 10, And behold, an hand touched me, which set me upon my knees and upon the palms of my hands. Mm-hmm. And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand, up, up, stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken these words unto me, I stood trembling. Mm-hmm. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day thou, that, that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chase thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy, thy words. words. You see, he said, from the first, first day, that he set his heart to understand. If you read from verse 1, we'll see. It says, uh, verse, let me read 2. He said, In those days I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread. Neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth. Neither did I anoint myself at all. Till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And in the four and twenty-eighth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Idekel, then I lift up my eyes and looked, and behold, a certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were guarded with fine gold of hufas. His body was like the beryl, and his face as the appearance of lightning. 
and his eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like in color to polished brass, and the voice of his word like the voice of a multitude. So what was happening was he, was, he has been praying for uh, 21 days, three weeks. So on the 24th day, then he broke into a vision. Right? So he has been praying for three weeks. But this, the, the funny thing is, it took him three weeks, but the first, since the first, it didn't even take him long. The, the first day, all he did is just to set his heart to understand. That's even before he started praying. He just set his heart to understand. Okay, that's a position in the spirit. Then he began to pray, right? And then he was praying and praying and praying. And then the, when the angel now came, now began to tell him that since the first day, eh, on 12, said, then said unto me, Fear not, Daniel, from verse 12, for from the first day that thou didst set thy heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God, thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. So for twenty-one days, he's been held just because he wanted to understand. Finish. Okay. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief prince, came to me, and I, and I remained there with the king of Persia. Now I am come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the later days. Then this is when he now had a breakthrough, right? But he has been praying for 21, more than 21 days. More than 21, he, just, he just kept praying. But what really initiated the, the, all the activity was the, the time he just set his heart to understand. That was the first day. And just using that, that, you know, he started praying first day, but things didn't even come until the 21st, when breakthrough came. And then on the 24th day, he, was, he now broke into a vision and saw the, the angel now began to give him things, right? Uh, without a proper prayer uh, posture, Daniel wouldn't have broken into the vision to actually understand, right? So as I was saying, like, sometimes you might have prayed, 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 prayed. You, don't, you didn't even know what you've prayed for. Then later in the future, you know, just break into things, right? But some of the prayers you've been praying were actually intercessions in the spirit that you have been uh, giving to, break, to bring things down. Amen. Amen. And one of the re- that's uh, one of the reasons why we need to know God's will. Because if we don't know God's will, we can't pray aright. Right? As I was, I was saying last week, will is very important. That's why he that searches the heart knows the will. Eh? If I read this, Romans 8. Let me quickly go back there. Verse 26 says, Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. Because he maketh intercession for the saint according to to the will of God. Why? Because everything was aligned according to God's will. 
The Spirit doesn't pray anything else. The Spirit prays in line with the will of God. And if the, if, if the Spirit prays in line in the will of God, that means it is guaranteed that your prayer will be heard and answered. Wow. That's just it. So which means, pray, because this is scriptures, right? Quickly open the book of John. Second, first John. First John, chapter 5. Read 15, 16. What was there? Is it 1415? And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. <laughs> and this is the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. So it's, it's pretty simple. The way to, for, for God to actually hear prayers, you must be in line with the will. Right? Now, that doesn't mean when you are praying some other prayers, you can't pray. It's just very simple. It just, just means you have, if you want to just look at it based on the, what the word says, it's very simple. You have slim chance of God hearing you. Mm. But here's one thing God can't deny. His own will. Mm. God can't deny when you pray in line with his will. Now, we should also understand that in God's, when we're not pertaining to our growth, our growth is also part of his will because he wants us to grow. Yeah. So when you are praying about growth too, and that one for sure, you have, you have no dispute around that. He will hear you because it's pertaining to growth. Because your growth means that he gets to live in you. And we all know that it's also God's will to finally actually settle in man. Mm. It's, but that's everything. A, a believer is not born again for many things, but one, mm. that you can house God. Finish. That is, the reason for getting men born again, Christ dying, going and making intercession for us, is so that finally, finally, one day, God can actually make man his abode. So we know that that is his will because that's what is in his heart. Because what is in his heart eh, is God's will. If it is in, that's why the Spirit searches the heart wow. eh, and then he finds what is the will of God. Right? So there are many things pertaining to will. And the will of God is like a puzzle and different pieces. Eh? And it takes Holy Spirit wisdom to now begin to bring it together for us. Now what gives us access into that will is also prayer. Right? But this prayer, we can't just be praying it anyhow. When I say anyhow, we need help. Because in our natural frame, in our natural mind, in our natural build, or how we've grown, we are helpless in such a way that we can't help but pray amiss. It's as simple as that. Maybe when God's mercy comes here or there, then maybe we just find maybe mercy. Just, just, okay, you now pray about something. 
But you know, that most of the things we pray for really uh, are things that has actually touched us physically yeah. in the natural. Then we now begin to pray. Mm. Now, if you really, really want to pray and you enter will, that means you must be highly sensitive in the spirit to pick it before it arrives, mm. right? Mm. And that's one of the help that heaven helps us when we have the infilling of the spirit. When the infilling is taking place, there's a lot of help going on. There's a lot of help that is going on. Now, like I said, likewise, the spirit also helped our infirmities. So there's a lot of infirmities uh, that is at play when it comes to discerning will and finding direction inside God. There's a lot of infirmities at play that don't allow us to see clearly. And when we can't see clearly, it's a lot harder to find will. And the moment it is hard to find will, I don't even know what else to say. Right? It's pretty, it's pretty much a, a chance, 50-50 chance. And some is not 50, some is 20-80, some 10-90, some 50-50, some 40-40. No, 40-60. No, There's no 40-40. Amen. It's just like that because that's just how things are when we don't have the help that we need. Right? So the help that we all need, and that is why it is very important and that we are positioned to give ourselves to help. Because that thing also is a position in the spirit. Uh, giving yourself to help is giving yourself to prayer. There's a, there's a way you align with prayer in your heart and in your mind that it flows into things around you that begins to help. And, and then help and help and then things uh, get easier by the day. So, but if we have forgotten help, there's a reason why the scripture says the spirit helped our infirmities. If we've forgotten this help, it is easy to go astray. Very easy. Very, very easy to go astray. But it's God that is what? Helping our infirmities. That means we must be able to align with the help in the spirit. Amen? So this help that we are aligning with is the spirit. Likewise, the spirit also helped our infirmities. For we note what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So this is why we need Holy Spirit's help, right? Now, when you want to pray in the spirit, you can't... When you pray with your understanding, there's so much you can get done. Now, what is praying with your understanding? You know, it's very simple. It's okay. It's what you've just been able to comprehend physically. And then begin to pray for. That's where, that's where we pray from, pray from sometimes. Oh, um, oh, Lord, I'm looking for a, a key. Lord, help me find this key. Right? Okay. Okay, God help you find the key. Okay, Lord, I'm looking for a job. Help me find a job. And Okay, that's our understanding because there's a need. Okay, I need a job. Different things. There's a need. That need can begin to give us a prayer, give us prayer points. Right? So basically, what we can just comprehend naturally is when we pray with our understanding. And that is highly limited. Because that does not pass the earthly realm. That doesn't pass the physical, natural state. You know, there's a way you can pray even with the physical, natural 
in this area, you will do well. Mm-hmm. You can pray things, okay, things will lie, but you won't really, 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 really ascend past the natural. Yeah. Yeah. You won't pass the natural. But then, do not begin to access the spirit, because when you really begin to receive help, is when you, be, you have started accessing the spirit. Mm. Right? And that is why it is essentially needed that we have tools to move us in there. Eh? And that is why we can't continue praying with our understanding. There are sometimes we are allowed, you know, to some extent we pray in understanding. Right? But you notice after a while, it gets to a point, you now notice that I don't have prayer point again. Mm. Mm. What else should I pray for? Okay, no prayer point. Eh? If we are the one we have been built you know, to always look for prayer point, you know there's a way we can, we can be trained. That's true. Right? When you are praying, pray for this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that is wrong. In short, when we initially start saying it's even good. Mm-hmm. Right? Because there's a way we ought to learn how to the art of prayer. Yeah. You learn it. Okay, I do. okay. Pray when you wake up in the morning. Pray. Uh, thank God for waking you up. And then... Thank God for the day. When you thank God for the day, then uh, begin to commit everything uh, in the day into God's hands and then begin to uh, glorify Him. Once you are done, thank Him for answering your prayer and then go about your day. All those little, little, little things here and there, those things go a long way because they are the initial learning that we, we have, right? So the Spirit appetite and family, we start with that. And as we are growing, then we begin to Learn more the art of prayer. Begin to learn the art of prayer, the act, how to really, really pray, right? And then we are beginning to beginning to have access in the spirit as we grow. So now the 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 praying with understanding can only get so much done, and that is why God eh, God knows this limitation. You know how to give the Holy Ghost baptism. He said, just, you just wait yeah. eh, until I send the comforter mm. and then you'll be endued with power. Mm. When, we don't, when we are not endued with power, mm. we, wow. we don't have power to access things. Mm. Right? We don't have power to access things. But that endowment with power must take place. Yeah? So if many uh, they are painting the baptism of the Holy Spirit, very little. Okay, oh, that is the power to access things in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Right? So you will be endued with power. For you to access anything in the Spirit, power must be available. Mm-hmm. It takes power eh, to actually access spiritual things. Mm-hmm. Without power, you can't access them. What makes a Bible sweet to you is because you are accessing power. What makes fellowship sweet to you is because there's a power you are accessing. And all these things is all around Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Without Holy Ghost, all those things won't be made possible. It's God, God had to give Holy Spirit to make all these things possible. Right? Now, one of the help tools that God gave eh, to help this access is actually that praying in the spirit, speaking in tongues, right? When you begin to pray in the spirit and speak in tongues, now you've moved from your understanding. 
You no longer pray, then your spirit pray it. And then when your spirit, when it is your spirit that is doing the praying, there's a whole it's changed a lot of things. Most of the time, when we are praying with understanding, our spirit is not praying. Sometimes maybe we switch and then, but most of the time when we pray with understanding, our spirit is not praying. Our understanding is just what we are using to pray. But then to access, you need to engage your spirit when it comes to prayer and begin to access things. Which, If you have to engage your spirit, then you need tools to begin to access spirit. Right? Like we were reading earlier in the book of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, verse uh, 14, 13, 14. Right? He's saying that the natural mind received not the things of the Spirit of God because they are foolishness. And they are foolishness. Right? You need to be able to move into that foolishness to begin to access spiritual things. So we need spirit. We need spiritual help to begin to access things in the spirit. Which is very, why it's very important to begin to pray in the spirit a lot. Hmm? Praying in the spirit edifies the prayer, the prayer person. I want to use a word that English has not created, but I couldn't find it. But the prayer. The prayer. It helps the prayer to begin to access things in the spirit. Amen? So those things are very key. No, there's a way we might have just taken, oh, praying in the Spirit. I know most of us say we, we like praying in the Spirit, but it's, it's good too to also understand it, right? That thing is not just fun, man. It's not just fun. You're not, you're not having fun. In this. It's not where well, you're having fun, but it's not, it's, not, it's not like natural fun you're having. And praying in the Spirit is fun. When I say fun, it means it is sweet because there's a pleasure you get when, when, what that thing gives to you, right? Praying in the Spirit is not just one of those things. Praying in the Spirit is a tool. It's a tool to access things in the Spirit. If you can't really pray in the Spirit, your access to things will be limited. Just the sincere truth. Although sometimes it's hard to say. I'm like, ah, should I say this? Because when you say this outside, many people will be like, ah, what are you saying? Are you saying now that we can't pray in the Spirit? We are, we are, ah, I'm not trying to say that. But here's the sincere truth. There are some things you won't access except by praying in the Spirit. Finish. That doesn't mean you may not get help. You may not get things around you. That doesn't mean that. But your access in the Spirit will be really limited. Now, praying in the Spirit is like a language. It's like a tongue. We call it tongues. Tongues is like language. It's like language. When I say language, it means... You are actually having a conversation in the spirit. The kind of language you speak, right, determines the kind of people you can communicate with. For if you are here now, you can't speak English. Eh? It will be very hard to live here. Ha! Eh? Or let me just say, if you can't speak English or French, because if you can't speak English and you can speak French, there is a place where you can live in Canada. You'll be fine. Eh? Even in Winnipeg, there's French area. You, if, you, if you can't speak English, just go to the French area. You'll be fine. Although English is heavily influenced everywhere. Mm. Eh? Even if Winnipeg is too hard, it's no hard. Just move to Quebec. Mm. 
When you move to Quebec, you won't even have English problem at all. English is their second language. But here around everywhere else, English is more like first language, first language. But so, but if you can't speak the language, you'll be hard to live in that area. Which means if you are not speaking the language in the spirit they are speaking, you can't access their conversation. If you can't access their conversation, that means you are you are the de- de- what was the what is it to take something from when you are the de- you are disadvantaged. Yes. You are highly disadvantaged because there are every spiritual realm is given for a blessing. Every of the realm is given for a blessing. Now, these things are real. Mm. Eh? You know, when we are teaching and learning about them, it looks as if we are just talking. But really, these things are real. There are spiritual realms, different steps that we have to climb. To converse in there, you need to be able to speak their language. And then, speaking in tongues is when you begin to learn language. You are learning their language. Then you now notice that after a while, when you are growing, your tongues also begins to change, morph, because you are gaining conversations in the spirit. Eh? And that's why sometimes it's easier flow. And you can just, maybe they want, they want to speak to you from maybe the first heaven today. And you access that one. Maybe second heaven, access that one. Eh? Different, different ways God wants to flow, but if that is not there, it will be hard to communicate at all. Why? Because every level in the spirit is given for a blessing, like I said earlier, and all of them have their work. Eh? Just because, uh, maybe let's just assume you are speaking a language of the third level now, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you won't receive instruction from the first. In short, they may not even talk to you at all in the third, because this instruction must come from the first one. Because that is just their work. Okay, okay, go and talk. And then not, that angel will just come. If you can't speak their language, they can't really pass on the information. Right? Now, speaking in tongues is access into the realm of the spirit. Now you begin to learn that. The more you even pray in the spirit, you notice that the more you learn the language. The more you learn the language. And as you are learning the language, the language you are being edified. Things are being built in you and you are growing. Right, so those things are spiritual experiences that we must all enjoy, love it, enjoy it. There's access in the spirit, there are tools you need. Don't just be okay without praying in the spirit, don't be okay with it. It's okay, you know, if you don't have it, fine, it's a different bugging. We are okay, let's pray, Father Lord, give that's a different thing, right. Because God will not force anybody to give you to them. Ah, you want? They take. It's a gift. It's free for everybody. Right? And these things are tools that God has given for us to begin to access realms, blessings in the spirit to help us to journey higher and to learn. Amen. I'll just pause on here today because of time. But uh, I think we just talked a little bit more on prayer. Eh? Today was focused more on prayer even than worry, but it's, it's important. Eh? We need to learn the art of prayer, the act of prayer. The, how we position our heart is mostly about the positioning. Right? And all this is we are saying is just to make us that we are positioned in a way that it is easier to pray. Mm? 
prayer shouldn't be, uh, how do I put it? You know, there's a way you wake up and you feel like you want to pray and, and you'll be like, ah, okay, I'll pray later. It shouldn't be like that. Yeah. You wake up, you feel like praying, just do it. Mm. You don't have to uh, raise the roof. It's a, it's a, it's a posture. It should become, your nature should be warning with that kind of desire. Yeah. That, let me just use that word. Wow. It shouldn't be warring with that kind. It should have flown into you. And it shouldn't be a problem, very much. You feel like praying? Pray. Finish. One is like, oh, okay, I feel like praying, but I don't want. There's something there that mm. everyone needs to now adjust because you won't really be able to access things that you should mm. if that is taking place, right? So there's a way, you need to, it's more of giving yourself to it. Huh? As you are standing, even if you didn't stay for five, ten minutes to pray, as you are standing, you feel like praying, begin to pray in the spirit. Stand up as you are going about. Mm-hmm. You begin to pray in the spirit. Be, exercise yourself in the spirit. You now notice that it becomes mm-hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. For after a while, it will just become natural. You wake up, praying won't be a problem. Mm-hmm. You know there are different levels of stages of coming to peace with God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. There are different places where they have to make peace inside you. Mm-hmm. The, just the desire to pray is. That giving yourself yeah. is that you've come to peace, peace. with it. Yes. Mm. Coming to peace with something means that it's no longer a struggle. Mm. Mm. Right? We have peace. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Simp- in simple terms, you and God, you are at peace. There's no more worrying. Eh? No more worrying. And then, if you now trickle that down into the, even every beginning aspect of our journey, there are so many things we need to come into peace with. Yes. Studying what? Yes. Praying. Many different yes. things. Yes. But they are no longer a struggle. There are so many things they want to take from us. Yes. Yes. Many things they want to take. Amen. We just have to allow them take it. Finish. And the moment we are allowing them take it, then life, things become easy. Then we come into peace. Peace is given in, in stages. Peace is not something you just, ah, I'm at peace with God. Peace is in stages, different stages. And as you come into peace and peace and peace, you get more peace, get more peace, more peace. And that's why the apostle always pray, grace and peace be multiplied. Because they have to multiply it. Because it's from one level of peace to another. So we have to continue. eh? Maybe today is... Okay, you're not praying. Okay, I want you to now pay attention to learning word. Maybe that once that is no longer a struggle, that means you just come into peace with it. Finish. That's what it means. Everything mm-hmm. God is instructing you and no longer struggling with, it just means you've come into peace. And when you've come into peace, it just means in that aspect you've come into rest. When you're at rest, you are, you are no longer worrying. It has become nature. It has become peaceful inside. It's no longer something that Satan can, uh, what's it called? Exploit. Mm-hmm. It's no longer something Satan can exploit. Anything you have peace with, Satan can't exploit it. The, moment, it's the only reason why Satan will exploit it is that you've not come into peace in that aspect. Yeah. Wow. So when you come there, Satan won't be able to exploit it and begin to, to cause problems, exploit you. 
Satan is a is a digger. Yes, sir. He's a gold digger. Yes. He's a gold digger. He doesn't what he does not plant is where he wants to go and dig. That's him. That's just his nature. He will go and dig. If somebody that God is working on, JJ. Mm. <laughs> you see, he doesn't care. He said that doesn't care. He doesn't know. Doesn't even give regard to what God is doing. I just want to go there. Okay, there. Let me go and dig it. He's a gold digger. You dig it and dig. You dig. He has been digging men and digging men. I will continue to dig men and until God wins. And God is winning, you know, and God will win. Amen. And Satan, Satan, Satan knows he can't win. That's why he's going to dig as many people as possible. He will dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and dig, and dig until he can't dig anymore. Because God will have to take control over that. Amen. So that's just what it is. And let's give ourselves to prayer uh, so that we can access blessings in the spirit. Amen. Any question? No question, eh? I say I won't take time. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. Well, if there's no question, I guess uh, let's just begin to thank God for today. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. 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 Father, we thank you. 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 We give you praise. 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 Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Oh, Father, we thank you. 
give you praise. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness. We thank you because you are faithful. Father, with an in a then Thank you because you are helping us in this season and in this time. Thank you for the great help which you are sending our way. Father, we thank you for the entrance and access you have been preaching to us. We thank you because it is great help to help us to move closer to you. Father, we say thank you. Father, we say glory be to your name. We ask, Father, that as we continue to journey and follow you and begin to learn these things, that you will cause grace to be multiplied to us Amen. in all things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let grace be multiplied to us in the name of Jesus. But a grace for accessing things, grace for aligning in the spirit, grace for to learn wisdom, that you continue to, to multiply to us in the name of Jesus. But I multiply unto us grace even to begin to yield ourselves to these things in the name of Jesus. Now we pray for much help that grace will be applied in our heart, that our heart will be applied with grace, that our heart will be applied unto grace, that our heart will be established with grace. Even in these things you are teaching us in the name of Jesus, but more grace to access prayer. Amen. Even the prayer heart. Amen. Father, give unto us in the name of Jesus. We ask for the spirit of prayer. Amen. I will begin to rest on Amen. each and every one of us Amen. in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Father, I that grace to begin to enjoy what prayer brings yes. that you multiply yes. to every heart yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Help us to learn. Yes, Help us to know. Yes. Give us grace in all things. Yes. Help us, Father. Amen. Father, we thank you thank because you. we know that you are helping us. We know that you have heard us. Thank you, Father, Jesus. for all you've said to us. Yes. Father, we ask for the much, much, much more peace. Yes in everything Amen. in our lives. We ask Amen. that the grace to enter peace uh, in many of the things you are bringing Amen. peace to, that you multiply to us in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Help our heart and mind to begin Amen. to see clearly even these blessings you are giving to us in the spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. And Father, we ask for the opening of sight. Yes. We know that you are opening our eyes. Amen. There is no understanding without the sight and being enlightened. Father, we ask that by your mercy and by your grace, you will cause our sight to be enlightened in the name Amen. of Jesus. Father, Amen. give sight to every heart. Amen. Let us all come into sight Amen. in these things you are blessing Amen. us with in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, more access in the spirit, I pray, for each and every one of us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you have answered our prayer. Thank you for your word today, for in Jesus' mighty name, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwell between the cherubim.